And we're back. Okay, now this is part two of Mariposa Barros Fitness Mob 1082. Tiki Taki Superstar. There she is. And yes, okay, my microphone is still still on. Um so far part one was amazing. Now normally on my show I interview female actresses and I never hear from them again. And up and coming singers, and I never hear from them again. And normally when I try to contact somebody on TikTok that's interesting, they contact me back, but you know, that's as far as it goes. I guess, okay, I guess you want to be interesting or don't want to be able to talk to you. But this is part two with Mariposa Omedi. She is a female bodybuilding competitor, a mom, focused on her goals in life. And so far in part one interview, she is extraordinarily interesting. And uh, all the questions I've asked her, she answered and she didn't feel uncomfortable. She was very straightforward to her life, her sexuality. And this is part two of her interview. And I've never done a twofer, ever. This is the first. Congratulations, Mary. How are you doing? Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you might get a samurai uh, trophy. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, you never know. So you're driving right now to see your kids right now. Uh, all four of them or yes. just one of them? Yeah, um, trying to get two of them. The two... The- other two oldest ones are, are not there. They're in California. They're college. Okay, but you... Only the two little ones that I, I <clears throat> need to, I'll, you know, go over there and see. And uh, I know this is rude to ask a lady, which you are. Uh, what is... How old are you? 39. You look incredible. You do not look 39. You, I, it's that Asian Pacific Islander curse. Yeah, yes, and which is why one day I will have a house there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 49, and I was starting to look like a 49 year old. But when I lost the weight, I was like, "Oh, I lost 10 years off my life." Is that how you feel after workout? Like you lose a certain amount of years in your life? my age at all when i work out it feels like it, it just feels good it's like i'm not heavy i don't feel heavy because if i don't work out i i feel so heavy really i mean was it you don't feel heavy after you work out no i feel lighter wow but aren't you trying to bulk up i am but it's i guess if you're i guess you're not used to not working out mm-hmm. something like that it's it feels different. Your body makes you feel different. I work out five to six days a week. So if I miss two days, three days, I feel so heavy. I feel like I gained 30, 60 pounds. Wow. I finish working out. It's like I lost all the weight. Amazing. All that, the things that I gained. Huh. Now, what's the favorite part of your body that you love to focus on? Like is arms, chest, legs? Back and um, shoulders. I saw the tattoo back, on your back. back. Shoulders and, and arms. Okay. Uh, I have to work on everything. <laughs> uh, shoulders, back. The I I don't have a six pack yet, but it's my stomach is flat now. Thank God. Um, not flat, flat, but you know, you still see like, like, like yeah. when a woman gets pregnant. You know what I mean? Like the beginning yeah. stages. You know. Um, oh God, a month or two ago, I was carrying a litter of puppies in my belly. 
<laughs> I was like that penguin keeping its egg warm, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but I saw the tattoo on your back. Uh, very nice. I like Thank tattoos you. on a woman. If as long as nothing satanic or racist. Um, but yes, uh, what motive, what, uh, motivated you to get a tat on your back? It's not done yet. I got eight more sessions to finish that what? tattoo. What? You mean you got to get that thing colored in? No, I don't like it colored. I'm going to leave it like that, black and white or black and gray. So the concept of that tattoo is in Asian culture or, you know, Islander culture, dragon is the protector. Mm -hmm. The snake is the traitor. So on the the dragon is the one that's protecting my kids. The snake is the one, whoever is betraying my kids. So the dragon, his claw, he's holding the orb on his claw. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, the zodiac sign is inside that orb. So the zodiac signs are my kids. Mm-hmm. So the dragon is holding the or the orb, and the snake is trying to bite the um the orb to take it away from from the dragon. So it's like a yin yang. Okay. So the, the snake <clears throat> is gonna go through all the way to my thighs. Okay. Nice. So, but the dragon alone itself is not. <coughs> it's you know. It's eight sessions to go. It's just hard to find a good tattoo artist in Jackson, in North Carolina. Yeah. Because every day in corner, there's a tattoo shop. So I just don't trust anybody to touch my back. Well, well I got a Sharpie. I could probably finish it for you. I'm not an artist. You oh, know. no, thanks. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> um, so are, what is your religion? Are you a Buddhist? or? Oh, no, Catholic. Okay, you're Catholic. Me, okay. But you don't practice the Buddhist religion, yeah. or I mean, no. why do you say I don't like, practice any of the religions? I have my beliefs, I just don't practice it. Okay, okay. I am Catholic myself, but uh, I've been looking into the Buddhist religion. I have a Buddhist beads that I wear, and uh, I like it, you know, and you know, I do got I, I have a book on Buddhism. I'm not saying I'm going to get into it or be baptized by it. I just want to know it more, you know, because Bruce Lee was a Buddhist. Understanding the, the, the religion. Right, exactly. Um, in case I meet an extraordinarily hot Asian woman, I'm prepared, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you and your yellow fever. Oh, I would not call it yellow fever. I would just call it, I get lost Asian in your fever. Asian eyes, you know. I can't help it, you know. The last Asian woman I dated, she was Taiwanese. Um, oh, gorgeous. Oh, she was. She was extraordinarily gorgeous, and she loved to work out, too, as well. Um, the one thing, though, she wanted a boob job, you know? And There's nothing wrong with that. No, I did not stop her from getting it. Uh, we dated for, like, two years, and I said she had nice, perky breasts, you know what I mean? Um and she really wanted a breast, a boob job, but she didn't know what size she wanted, you know. And I was like, "Oh man!" And she kind of like scared. Was then she was like, "Oh, forget it," you know. I was like, "Well, listen. I mean, if you want to go for a triple XD, yeah, go for it," you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but yeah, she was very. Uh, she was a lot of fun to hang out with. Um, the one little problem was she she wanted me to move with her in the middle of Pennsylvania where you're talking about 
where the Amish people live, and I didn't want to go uh. with her. Yes. And in that area, you'll smell pig and cow farm area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, we ended it peacefully, and we just went our separate ways. But I asked her yeah. why. Yeah, I asked her why do you want to move out. She said the taxes and rent is very low over there. I was like, oh. Yes, that's true. Yeah, but uh, I don't like the air. I've been there before. It's interesting, but it's so boring. Good Lord, there's nothing there. What do you do? That's how Jacksonville is. Now, you live in North Carolina. Is that the town you live in, Jacksonville? Well, I used to. Now I'm in Charlotte. Okay, and what's Charlotte like? I don't know. I don't explore. I go to work. I go home. I go to the gym. I do the same thing again. I don't. I never explore. Why? I just don't have time. By the time I get off work, it's 1 a.m., 2 a.m., you know. But to explore at that middle of the night, I'm already tired. I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. So, I'm, I beat, I'm beat up in the sun all day long, so I'm not going to go get myself any trouble. I hear you. Okay, I'm sure maybe you hang out with your friends or your co-workers. Uh, her schedule is in the morning, so by the time I'm coming in, I'm going home. She's leaving for work. Oh wow! And she also does not explore. She goes home on her days off. She has kids that lives in Virginia Beach, so on her days off, she goes back to um, Virginia Beach. Wow! Yeah. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. So, when do you plan to live somewhere else in the future? What's your main state to live in, like, uh, or what is your well, dream destination to live? To me, right now, I don't have a dream destination to live. Um, wherever the airline takes me for my next promotion, that's where I go. Okay. Sorry about that. I dropped something. <clears throat> so basically, they pay for everything. Yes. Oh, sweet! So got a sweet job. So that's where your job took you to North Carolina. No, I took me to North Carolina because my husband is a Marine. He got orders to North Carolina. My job in California, I was a director of operations. I was managing six franchise hotels before I got here. Wow. Yeah. No, it's not because of my job. It's because of my husband being in the Marine Corps. Now, you were... Okay, again, this is personal, but you said it was okay to ask. You are yes. in a middle of a divorce, correct? Yes. Okay. Now, uh, before I continue, do you feel comfortable talking about it? Yeah. Okay. Now, you were telling me a story that you didn't want to get married. Now, I almost got married twice. Now, I'm at a point where it's like, I don't want to get married now, you know? So. <clears throat> Marriage is just another piece of paper. That's, that's what it is. Right. No, I believe that. I thought you were going to continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's just another piece of paper that believes that, hey, I am legally yours. I am legally your, uh, my, um, you know, I'm yours, I'm your mine, all that. And then changing the last name, the household, and like all that crap. It's just that. It's just marking your territory. That's what it is. Right. And no, that's what, though, it's the same way I believe in marriage as well. Um, because why am I going to have a little piece of paper telling me when I should end the relationship if nothing goes bad? Yeah, and the way I see marriage is this. I've been with women that were toxic. Ugh. 
And I kept thinking, imagine I was married to this woman. You know what I mean? It's it's like ugh, taking half my stuff, my money, the divorce, the headache, the paperwork, the lawyers. Yeah. And But when you're not in a relationship, you can just say, get out. Get the fuck out. Exactly. You go left, I go right, and never see each other again. And I've done it yep. many times. And that's why I'm still single, because every time I feel that toxicity in the relationship building, my red flags were half staff, now they're full staff, and I walk away. And yes, some of these women were extraordinarily hot, but do I want the headache and, and the stress? No, you know? Do I want a relationship walking on eggshells? No, you know? May I ask, what was the cause of the divorce? We're not technically divorced yet. We're just partying right now for the separation. Well, not even a separation either. Right now, I'm fighting for the custody of my kids because he's preventing me from seeing my kids or talking to my kids. There's days that I won't get to talk to my kids or see them. Well, technically, our he- marriage has been our marriage has been rocky for a while now. You know, the um, is constantly cheating, being narcissist, and all that. And- <sighs> I had with that. If I compete uh, to him, me competing is I want attention. Me modeling, I want attention. Me going to the gym, I want attention. Everyone at the gym, I I, I screw. You know, I fuck them at the gym. Oh, or, brother. Even if I stay at work late, I'm fucking somebody at work. So it's, you know, him being narcissist. Well, I've, uh, I mean, there was a point that I, you probably could just said to yourself enough is enough yes and he's cheating on you okay i've dealt with women that were in the same situation that you're in you know and what would be your advice for women who are going through it because the videos that you posted on tiktok you, you were being honest, upfront, and you let your emotions out, which is a great thing. You know, the worst thing you can do is hold them and let alcohol or drugs try to hide it. But you didn't do that. You opened up, and you really let the you know your emotions out. Would there be any helpful advice to women that are going with you th- going through? What would you say to them? Don't give up. Keep fighting. Because once you throw that towel, you just let them win. Mm-hmm. Your, your other half, he or she, you know, you're letting them win. You're letting them take over your life. Don't throw that towel. Don't get me wrong. I have my days, especially when my kids are involved. Mm-hmm. I have my days that, fuck it. I'm throwing the towel. I'm just going back to him again. So I don't need to suffer like this. So I could see my kids every day. I could talk to my kids, but... Now, put your foot down, stand on your ground, and be strong. There's a lot of people out there that will help you. There's a lot of, even people that you don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, it will be hard. It will be a struggle. But there is always a light on the end of the tunnel. Now, you said also on your TikTok video that you were going through depression. Yes. Okay. Um, that depression started, I guess, when 
my husband constantly cheats that I didn't know what I was doing wrong. I was questioning myself, am I good enough? Am I good looking enough? Am I, you know, am I, you know, not a good mom or not a good wife? Am I not good looking? It was always that question because it was never not, it, he was never stopped. Hmm. Like, but he tells me, no, you're enough. No, you're attractive. I was like, gee, you know, he keeps, my mind was wondering that I'm never enough, that I'm never going to be enough. That it's, it's just, it leads to depression and anxiety. I had to go see a therapist and psychiatrist and under medication. But, you know, he, he never stopped. It's like, it never. No. Until now, and blaming it on me, why he did what he did. You know, because I, I work a lot and um, I don't give him enough attention and all that. So He wants you to be glued and tethered to him. For everywhere you go, like I said, I've <laughs> met women that were were like that. I've been in that type of situation. Um, I mean, I feel for you. That's one thing. And sometimes guys like that, they really, really, really think both men and women. They think they really have this power. You know this to mind control somebody you know what i mean and it's pathetic it's like you don't have this power i'm sorry uh long story short i dated this woman one time uh divorced her ex-husband was a dea agent right yeah. the top of the top he was a lieutenant now this guy did a lot of undercover work you know, with cartels and Russian drug drug lords and how he got caught. You ready for this? Now, mind you, the, the DEA pays for everything. Your flights, your hotel, your rent-a-car. You know what I mean? You don't yeah. pay a dime. One day, the wife was going. She was telling me the story. She was going through the bills. And she goes, she saw the uh, an, an, a receipt for an airline, right? And all of a sudden, uh, she was like, she sees his name, and then she sees plus one. I was like, oh. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you try to come up with this. And I was like, oh, yeah, I missed my flight, and I had to use my credit card. And who was the plus one? Oh, my partner. And the partner was like, um, I didn't go with you. He didn't have his back. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, oh, my God. So finally like she did her own investigation and he was cheating and i was like this is a guy that went deep cover with the most dangerous people in the world and he broke his cover <laughs> he was exposed kicked him out of the house threw everything out of his that was his out she was cursing him out like crazy she was saying i have the house i have the car i have the kids you will walk out with nothing and threw out his guns his uh everything out in the yard and Dang. yeah that's how infuriated she was and i was like oh my god so you have to jerry if you know people neighbors were outside uh the police came over he flashed his badge you know try to think the cops would back him up and they didn't and she it was a huge scene but she was so enraged and she grabbed the wedding. She, 
Oh, wow. When she told me she kept a piece of their wedding picture, you know, that, that you know, the, when she was in a wedding gown and he was in a tux. Yeah. It was half burnt. She burned it right in front of him. And she goes, no, I'm she stomped on it and she goes, no, I'm keeping this to remind me of, you know, of the hell that you put me through and to remind me never to get married again. And she kept it. She kept it. She framed it, too. Um, I was like, wow. Wow. And he did that. Gave her everything. Gave her the house, cars. He, she gets to have the kids. But the agreement was to see them on weekends, birthdays, and holidays. You know? Yeah. Uh, other than that, she has the kids, whatever, like, what, 300-something, 60-something <laughs> days a year. But I was like... Am, but some women don't react that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just ball their eyes out and and curl up in a fetal position and and I feel for them. You know? Do, were were you enraged when you found out that he was cheating? Oh yeah. But he tried to play but he tried to put he denies it. <laughs> he said that the girl was crazy, yes, you know. I yeah. liked him a lot, blah, 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 but, you know. But I'm happily cheating on my wife. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm proud of you, you know, that you stood your ground and you're not taking a shit, you know what I mean? I have to. I have to stand my ground. I don't think it's, it's not healthy to stay in a relationship like that. Yeah. Just, you're damaging more of yourself and the kids. Now, you exposed, you know, you, you mentioned your sexuality. How did he feel when you told him? You were telling me a story that you just said to him, I'm going to be with women from here on out. Uh, he, was, he just laughs about that. Really? He just laughs, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So he really thinks that, you know, you, you don't tell me he's one of those guys where it's like, uh, we're going to get back to bed, babe. My powers will convince you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Please do not tell me he does that to you. No, he doesn't. Okay. But he knows it's over. Yeah. Okay. He knows it's over, but he's it's off and, you know, that um, I'm doing, I'm being independent and. That pisses him off. He's still. Yeah, it pisses him off. Especially like last weekend when I took the Sassadiva to the pool. He couldn't really get into the pool because it was cold and it was dirty, you know? Yeah. I guess he's asking Sassadiva what I was wearing. Mommy's wearing a bathing suit and she didn't go in the pool. Why is she wearing a bathing suit? Is she showing off her body, blah, blah, blah. It's like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> he is so jealous. Oh my God. Yes. Uh. No, man. No man can look at me, but it's okay for him to stare at a woman, uh, any woman, even in front of me. Oh, God, guys, guys, guys. Now, off and on, uh, I've dated so many women that had incredible bodies. But like I said, I always tell a woman up front after, we, after the dating's over, you know, uh, don't think I'm going to try to win you back. You know what I mean? It's going to be a waste of my time, you know? Um, I, I, I feel like ugh, it's, I'm sorry. It's ridiculous for, 
Now, yes, you do have an incredible body, but you know you're a competitor. You know, you, you love to work out. You want to keep in shape. Um, you could be a great inspiration to other women to do the same thing. You know, uh, are you there? Yeah, I'm right here. Oh, okay. It's starting to rain really hard over here. Oh, it's raining. Yeah, it is. The sun is out, but it's raining hard, and there's rainbow. Oh, rainbow. <laughs> Double rainbow, actually. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Um, that's always the case. Like a woman that's divorced and she loses all the weight and she gets an incredible body, and it's the ex-husband that's trying to win her back. You know. Yep. It's always the case. Or in my case, when I'm dating the ex-wife, and the ex-husband shows up out of nowhere, but he's not allowed in the house or in the apartment. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he's always asking questions. Who's that guy? What's he doing? It's like none of your business. Um, the day comes when you do meet. Say, say you're dating Thelma Hayek. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> if she comes up to you and expresses her full love to you, and oh, man. I'll drop any man in a heartbeat for her. <laughs> I would. <laughs> Look at your voice. Yeah, I would. <sighs> Me and you. Yeah. We uh we could do a sandwich on Selma Hike. <laughs> uh-uh, not sharing her, sorry. Oh, if she goes both ways, it's me and you. We'll we'll arm wrestle for her or thumb yeah. wrestle. So you can have it later, and you can have my leftover. Oh wow! Thank you. Like <laughs> <laughs> um. So, if say you're dating now, like you said, you 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 want a woman in your life, correct? Yeah. Okay. So if you're dating a woman and he finds out about it, would that enrage him? I don't know. I think he probably would be enraged. Probably, but I don't really care. Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, like I said, I've studied psychology. I've studied like jealousy, um, bullying, antagonizing. You know what I mean? Um, uh, narcissism. I also studied that for, but psychology is so boring. That's why I dropped it. But from what I've learned, again, they think they have this power to control, to manipulate, to antagonize, to intimidate, you know. They don't because it's always the case they're going to meet somebody one day that's going to do the same thing to them, you know what I mean? And yeah. they're not going to like it, you know. It's like that person that likes to make fun of people, puts them down, insults them, but when they get insulted and bullied, you know what I mean? They get mad. They don't like it. Exactly, you know, and, and it's like, why'd you do that? Well, because you were doing it to me. You know what I mean? I can't make fun of you. Yeah. You know, like f you, dude. I'm I'm going to keep going because, <laughs> see, you don't like the taste of your own medicine, do you? You know. No, they don't. No. They do not. No. But guys like that, are just moronic losers, and uh, I've dealt with guys like that before that do that to their exes, and you know, it's pathetic. And some of them try to be. Like, like, try to be Mr. Tough Guy, you know. Uh-huh. I'm like, don't do that to me, please. <laughs> please do not. Um, there's three letters I'm going to throw at you. I see you. 
intensive care unit. You ever heard of that? Um, now it's it's ridiculous because they don't know how to move on. They don't. It's no, uh, they can't. No, they, they can't let go of the past. They keep going back in the past. Yeah, you know. As for me, that's why I've been single because I had one woman. She was incredibly hot. We dated for one year. It was hell on earth. Good lord. Oh God. It was. Da- I was dating Satan's daughter. That's what I was doing. But when I broke up with her, the last thing, and I remember she really thought I was going to go back with her. Uh, a, a full month in her mind, she thought because she had an incredible body, a beautiful face, all the men were going goo goo gaga over her. She really thought I was going to cave in and go back out with her. I was like, are you fucking nuts? <laughs> I was. You I, never know. That's all why she was doing that. Ugh, no way in hell. Oh, I would. I threw a point across at her. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'd rather. <laughs> it's like, hell no, that's not going to happen. You give, I gained weight. I was stressed with you. I was like everything you you're a horrible person you know it's like you are and ugh, i i really have the power to move on but she didn't finally she got the hint and she just backed off that's good Ugh, ugh. but anyway so do you have any hobbies like uh other than working out but do you have any other hobbies on the side cooking yeah. You don't do gardening or collect stuff? No. No? Gardening. No, no, I don't garden. I don't know. Maybe plant weeds or something. No. Yeah. <laughs> nope. 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 Now. I can garden once in a while, but it's not a hobby of mine. I, I don't have the patience for it. Okay. And I don't have time. Like I said, I don't have time to do garden because I'm always at work. No, that's good. I mean, you, you got to keep your mind occupied. And that's why, like, on that one video you posted on TikTok that uh, you're thankful that you have a job, that you work out, and that you keep your mind busy. Yeah. And... It sure does. Especially yeah. with the things that goes out, goes in the airline, you know. Yeah. Busy, nonstop, all day long. Yeah. No, and that's good. I mean, worst thing ever is like you have nothing and most people just drink their sorrows away or do drugs or oh yes, or club the night away and it's not a good thing to do that, you know? No. You know, do you feel a natural high when uh, you go to job, go to your work and work out? Do you feel like this? Do you feel a little better? I do temporarily when I'm in the gym and I'm not work. Once the work is done and I'm by myself, that's the depression hits. You know, because especially the only time the depression hits is when I don't get to talk to my kids. I that's see. what it triggers. If I don't get to talk to them at least once a day or heard or get a message from them, you know, and stuff like that, then yeah, that's when it starts because I miss them so much. You know, like I said, I'm not used to coming home that they're not there. Mm-hmm. You know, if they, if I come home late at night, they're already in bed. I go to, straight to their room, give them good night kisses. You know, yeah. And I don't have that. I don't. I don't get to do that, or cook them breakfast, or cook them dinner. 
take necessity of a shower, you know, I shower with her, mm-hmm. all those things. Or mm-hmm. take them on a normal date every day. Now, you know, I've got to make an appointment with the husband. When can I see my kids? What's the good time to talk to them? Can I please talk to the kids? Can you please have the kids call me? You know? Listen. I have to beg for it. You will have, you know, full control of your children, Do you know, one day. It will happen. And you'll have your kid with you 24-7. Mostly the mothers always win custody of the kids. And yeah. and that will f- happen, you know. So, uh, you know, stay strong it, like you have been. You haven't been giving up and you haven't kneeled to his pathetic mind control. Um, no, I can't give up. I give up. I just give him the kids, you know. Yeah, and don't. I just and you show won't. the kids that I'm weak. That mommy does not fight for them. <clears throat> and you haven't. So that's a good. In ancient times, you would make a great female warrior. I could see that, like a brave heart about you. You know, I see with a big spear and a shield, and you screaming, charge. You know, victory. I got actually an audition last year for. This Netflix movie or Amazon movie called uh, the Queen or the some it's a female warrior. It's about the female warrior. Mm-hmm. It was originally in British, and now they wanted to make an Asian movie about it. Oh fuck, Warrior Queen, Warrior Queen. There you go. So Warrior Queen, they wanted to make an Asian version. So the the, the agency was you know interviewing me and all that. I turned it down because they want full nudity. They just want. It, it, they said it's like a Game of Thrones. Ooh. You know, a lot of nudity. Yeah, so I'm like, nope. Because with my job, I get it. You know, it's another job that pays me. But if I'd say American Airlines or Piedmont see me like that, that's not representing my company. That's not representing the company that I'm working for. It's giving them a bad name, so I can get fired for it. Yeah. That's why I watch what I post on my social media. Not involving my work, not not taking pictures of my work, or you know, taking pictures of the aircraft or what we do inside the plane because those are security breach. I can get fired for those, and I I need my job, you know. Yeah. I love my job. I don't want to lose my job for a stupid little thing. Right. I uh, yeah, I it, yeah, you got to be careful with auditions nowadays, um, especially. Uh, when it involves nudity or love scenes, uh, I mean, if you're a full-time actor or actress, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but like me, I have a full-time job, uh, you know, and but I've stopped doing auditions because the the hours are ridiculous. One, and they're like they call me, hey, Jerry, we have an audition. It's like, when is it? Tuesday. I can't. I work. Come on, you can take a day off from work, do this audition. I'm like, no, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. are you gonna pay my bills? You know, do, if I get the yeah. part, you know, it, it's like, uh, it's like, do I have to leave right away? You know, it's the scheduling is horrible. Uh, I've been on movie sets, I've done movies, and the sets are at uh, the hours are long. Um, yeah. the, the call in hours are also ridiculous, and sometimes. You're there on set, but you're not in front of the camera half the time. It's like, ugh. Unless it's your movie, your money, you got no worries, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, that's why I stopped doing auditions. And uh, I did have a talent agency, but 
like I said, when they kept calling me for auditions, I'm like, hey, you have an audition. Where is it? It's in New York. You can take a day off from work and go. I'm like, no. <laughs> I was like, every right? every three or four days, it was a phone call or a text from my talent agent telling me I have an audition, and it's New York, and I'm like, I'm not going to take a day. That's like, listen, I'm, I'm dropping you. Stop. You know? <laughs> it's like, no. Um God, it was movies for with with Brad Pitt. Another one with um with Thomas Jane. I can't remember the titles, but it, it was just like there was one that if I got the part, they would have flown me to Europe. Um, yeah, if I got the part, and I'm like, oh, you mean like what? Oh, you got a couple days? Like whoa, 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 to get my to get like leave of absence. Yeah, it's like I got to give him like two weeks notice and I have to leave in three days. That's not enough. You know what I mean? It's like, whoa. I was like, I can't do this. I can't. You know, unless I win the $800 million lottery, then yes. You know? Jeez. I don't even want that much. I just want a million or two. That's all I want. Really? You can survive on a million? I just want to pay off my debt and get a house. That's all I want. Okay. And then put that money in the savings. Free. And I'm still gonna work. I'm not gonna quit. I'm still gonna work. Ah, uh, well, that's good. That is good. I mean, for me, I would love to win eight hundred million dollars. And same thing, pay off my so debts, get a nice house, have like, I love muscle cars. What's your favorite car? Your dream uh, car. Supra. The what? Toyota Supra. Toyota Supra. Really? Why? Gorgeous, they're sexy car. Not the new one, the older one. Oh, the older one. Older version. Yes, not the new ones. Have you test drove one? Yes, when I was young, back in the days. Okay. Are you talking about the old one or the new one? The new one, I have not test drive it. The, the old one, yes. Wow. Wow, I thought you were going to say like Mercedes or Audi or BMW. No, I, I don't like um, expensive cars. I drive uh, a muscle car. I drive an all-black Dodge Challenger. Uh, I, l- I drive a uh, Toyota Tundra, 2010. Okay. Yeah, I love muscle cars. Oh, Mustangs, Challengers. Um, man, I'm a huge muscle car guy. I love the sound of the engine. Um, they're bigger. They're nice and wide inside. Oh, except for the Mustang. It's kind of tight, but... I love it so fast. Woohoo! Oh, nice. Yeah, I'm not a Corvette guy. Uh, I love, I, I love and respect the car, but I'm just not a Corvette guy. When I sit and drive a Corvette, the first thing I say is, "Wow, I should be half bald, <laughs> wearing plaid clothes, yeah. white shoes with black socks." <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, right. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to be 18 again. That's what I feel when I'm driving a Corvette. I'm like, ugh. It's not me, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you uh, like motorcycles? Yes. Well, you've driven a bike. I used to I used to have an R1 2004 dual exhaust carbon fiber modified to 200 horsepower. <laughs> Blue with a halo light. I used to go in the racetrack. Um, when I used to live in California in Monterey, there's called Laguna Seca. Right. I watch those every year with the kids, with the girls. Mm-hmm. My two oldest girls, they loved it. Mm. Did you wear the full bike outfit? No, I don't like those. I have the, the jacket and uh, the helmet. 
I wear jeans. I don't wear shorts or or anything crazy stupid right now while riding a motorcycle. I have to have the jacket. Yeah. And jeans and boots. Nice. And a helmet. Nice. Very nice. Wow. I mean, those full jacket are too too hot. It's way too hot. Yeah, well, they're padded though. That's why you know, it's nice and thick. It is padded, but it, it's hot. Mm, 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 mm. Um. Now, do your children know about your sexuality? No, they don't need to know. They're too young for that to understand it. Well, the the, the older ones, the nineteen year old. Yes, they know. Okay, they know. Yeah, okay. They know. And how do they feel? They don't care. Okay. It makes me happy. No, 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 no. I mean, like, uh, I mean, uh, that's good that a lot of kids are accepting this nowadays because. Back in the day, it was like mind blowing, and it was they find a disgrace and the disgusting. But as time goes on, you know, it's yeah, it's the twenty first century. It's a millennial now, you know. Yeah, everybody's and, being bisexual or bi curious about everything. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, um, I mean, I'm a straight guy. I love women, and I prefer women. Um, people, I, I was, I worked with a coworker. He was homosexual. He was really cool. His name was uh, Brian. Really nice guy. And tall. And I remember one day we were having lunch and, you know, we were talking about sexuality, you know, what caused homosexuality and stuff like that. And he told me the story that he knew he was uh, gay when he was 11. What? Yes. But mind you, in those days, you know, you'd be crucified, you know? So he kept his mouth shut, you know, he walked to talk of a straight person, you know what I mean? Dated girls just to make, so his dad won't kill him, you know? Um, but yeah, as time went on and like in his late twenties, he just, you know, finally said when George Michael came out and Ricky Martin came out, then that's when he said, okay, now it's my turn. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, I'm right here. Okay. Yeah. I thought I, I thought I lost you. No, no, no. And he felt like this and I when the whole world was trying to were accepting, you know. And he asked me, like, uh, how did you know when you like girls? It's like, Well, I saw my older brother's collection of Playboys. It's <laughs> like, you know, how old were you? I was like eight. <laughs> I was like it's like, Whoa, what are those two things called? <laughs> it's like you know, she's really hot. What's her name? You know, and next yeah. thing you know, well, we didn't call him Playboy because my mom never knew he had that collection. So I called him the encyclopedia set. <laughs> yeah, you going through your brother's encyclopedia? Huh? I said, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he had Playboy, Penthouse, Hustler. Um, Yeah, he let me browse through them and... uh and my first crush on a girl, her name was uh, Sharon, and I remember. And next thing you know, that's yeah. went on right there. And my second crush was a, a female teacher named Miss Miss Brandon. I think that was her name. Miss Goldberg. That was her name, Miss Goldberg. Oh my God, she was hot. Woo, man! I said, like, "Can I stay and help clean?" <laughs> you know, <I> was like, <laughs> I'll grade the test for you. You know. Mr. Torres, it's not necessary, but thank you. Okay. You know, it's like, <laughs> how did you know about your, your sex? When did you find out about yours? I was middle school. Really? 
And who was your first crush on a girl? First crush on a girl, she was in my class. I forgot her name, but yeah, she was, she was gorgeous. Did she, she Hispanic? Ooh. Did she know? Who? My husband? No, 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 no. The girl you had in crush in school. Yeah, she was lesbian. Ah, that's your first encounter? Yes. Very nice. <laughs> and how long did that last? Uh, we were until almost sophomore year high school. Cool. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. God, I had too many crushes in high school with so many women. I couldn't. I was like, man, I I can't get a girlfriend. You know, it's like because there's too many women in here. <laughs> I had too much to pick. Ugh. Are you there? Yeah, I'm right here. Okay. Uh, okay. But uh, so that was your first encounter, and then you went with the guys. Yeah. And how did you feel about that? Were you like, eh, maybe, or oh, I prefer women, you know? Did I don't know. I, I was young, and so I was like, oh, I don't know. I just wanted it, whatever. It's like, I'm going to like what's going to like. like I, didn't really, I was, like I said, I was young. I I didn't know. It's like, I didn't care the, what's the, the differences. You know, I've been in both relationships. They both have ups and downs. So. True. Very true. Well, how many more hours do you have to you go see your kids now? Um, I got a little over an hour. Good for you. Well, listen. Well, the second interview has been going well. Um, you've pretty much... Are you still going to keep posting more TikTok videos? Of course. Why would I not? No, I no. My TikTok is not going to grow. I need to grow my TikTok, you know? Oh, you got um, to. I mean, that's what we're all doing. That's what TikTok is for. You got to grow. Yeah. We'll be recognized, you know? Now that we yeah. don't have to wear masks anymore, now I'm like, okay, I'm going to be recognized anytime. <laughs> it's like, yeah. any we day, man. In North Carolina, we still have to wear masks. What? Yes. Oh, that sucks. Especially us, especially as employees. And inside the airport facility or in the airport parking lot, we oh. still have to wear our masks. Yeah, when we're outside loading bags, yeah, we don't need to wear our masks as long as it's 70 degree outside or hotter and six feet away from each other. That blows. Oh, my God. I mean, I'm from New Jersey, New York, and Philadelphia. They lifted that ban. If you are... They kind of did. They did over here, but the uh, employee, the airlines does not want to lift it yet. It's, airlines does not need to follow that um, guidance to remove the mask. We have a different guidance from FAA, FDA, you know, all the healthcare stuff. It's different for us. Oh, my God. That sucks. I mean, they lifted that here. Well, they changed the rule. If you are fully vaccinated, you have the card and your medical papers, um, you don't have to wear the mask. Uh, But if you're not vaccinated, you still have to keep wearing the mask. Um, Yeah, I'm vaccinated with that crap. You don't want to get vaccinated? I did. I, I oh. got vaccinated. Good for you. Good. So you, you're one of us now. What did, did you get the Moderna? No, the Johnson & Johnson. That's what they gave us at work. So you're still alive. Oh, my God. 
Yes. <laughs> Everybody was like, I'm going to die. He's like, oh, shut up. You're going to walk in the middle of the street and God forbid a car hits you. Jeez. It's ridiculous. But yeah. Yeah, that's how it is. They lifted that up because, uh, yeah, as long as you're vaccinated, you're fine. So uh, I was relieved because I got tired of wearing the mask. Ugh. I really. Ugh. It was enough. But all in all, um, I really want to thank you so much for this interview. You are my first, very first TikTok interviewer. proud of that yeah oh god i there were so many women one was a there's one woman that does contact me from time to time she's a chef her name is the blonde chef she is yes she's incredibly nice her husband is so effing cool and but she's a chef she works these hours she has a kid you know and um she says she loves to do she will do my podcast i did interview on tiktok live but I said, listen, I really want you on my podcast. So when there's ever a time and day we are free, please hit me up. I really want to make. But there's other women that were like, okay, yeah, I would love to do it. And I never hear from them again. Um, you know, ugh, I don't want to get into it. It's just going to piss me off. Um, but you are number. You are the first interview. And, and I wish I had a, an award. Like a, I would give you a samurai sword. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I do have a uh, a katana with solid oak. I could give you that one. I could mail it to you <laughs> and say, "Here, oh, what's this? Oh, it's not for bodybuilders. It's for being the first TikTok interviewer." <laughs> but I want to thank you so much. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm saying this in in truth. You are incredibly nice and incredibly open. You know, you open up about yourself and your life. And um, I want to thank you so much. And I would love to continue uh, building a great friendship with you because uh, I haven't met that many women that were, you know, down to earth, friendly, talkative, and contact me back. You know, it's. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to use a phone and that's very rare, you know. I mean, I do understand that you, what you're going through and your kids come first as well as your career and your job. That I understand that completely. And that's a good thing, you know. And uh yeah. um maybe down the road we'll meet one day and hang out and you could show me your workout techniques. That'll be awesome, you know. Um Yeah. And uh, that day will come when everything in your life is has worked out, you know, and it will. Yeah. You know, everything will go your way. Just stay positive and, you know, the planets will align, the stars will align, and, you know, the universe will give you this power. So I wish you the best, and I want to thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Thanks for the invite, you know, and, and a fun interview. Well, and yeah. We could do it again next time. We will. I really would love to interview you. Instead of about you, we could just talk about what's going on. And uh, if you ever want your own podcast, please contact me and I can help you. You know, um, it's. Of course. Yeah, you can talk about. Uh, it's a great thing to open up. It's great things to talk about. 
certain topics like you love working out bodybuilding you know yeah. um you can talk about your day and the list goes down you know and you can call it you know whatever you can name it after yours or you can call it fitness diva or something like that i don't know sassy diva podcast you know that's me sassy diva podcast. Yeah, yeah there you go now you got your title you know <laughs> but if you are interested please hit me up and i can teach you step by step oh, how it goes okay definitely. and i really hope one day we can meet and hang out that'll be awesome oh i gotta tell you something before you hang out uh, go ahead i just got this tiktok comment from this girl oh my god rude as fuck it's like you know how i said i'm never gonna sell my body and stuff she's like why not do it like every filipino girls does it anyway they marry an older white man where did she what did she say where is it at oh my god oh my god yes that was racist uh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yes. don't you know what asian women love to do to love marry a white man you know, I was like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. There's one. There's another person, a girl, just like, why would you tell people those ugly things if you wouldn't? If, oh, no, not that one. Or is it? Uh, I'm trying to look for what she said. My God, she's like, like I'm all, really? You have to say that? Oh, there you go. Uh, her name is Lily Renteria. Why don't you do it on the, Filipi- uh, on the Filipino woman do do when they come here from the from the Philippines, got married, oh an old man, and uh, old white men, and then they take care of you. Oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. I would delete yeah. and block them. Oh, my God. I, I do, and it's, like, so negative. I delete them, but I'm going to blast this shit. Like what? Really? What are you going to be racist for? No, don't respond back, because that's what they want. Just delete and block them. That's all. You right. know? fucking ridiculous really oh my god i mean i get these trolls myself and i just block and delete them you know i really yeah because the videos i post you know i like them people love them but there are other people that are like dude you know why are you posting a video every day you need to chill and then when i see their tiktok page they only got like one one or two videos you know nothing interesting it's like okay well F you, I'm blind and deleting you because you're a douchebag loser, you know? Right. Um, and I don't have time, you know? But, um, yeah, don't, yeah, just delete and block them. Don't respond back because that's, that's what they want. And, and this guy just messaged me, you need God in your life. <laughs> <sighs> More religious people. Why does always people use that thing? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, they're out, you know? But listen, Mariposa, uh, don't hang up. Um, uh, but I'd like to say thank you so much again for being on my podcast. And you're welcome back anytime. Thank you. No, that was a delayed response. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I mean, listen, don't read that comments, all right? But listen, I got five more minutes on the recording, but this is part two of where I'm interviewing now, Metaposa, Fitness Mom 1082. She's a TikTok star, just like me. <laughs> anyway, Maddie, thank you so much for coming on. Before I leave, always close with a song. This should be your song. Let me see if I can get it up here. Here we go. Let me see. Uh, hold on. Oh, let me play this song again. Hold on. Oh, good God. I thought I had it up. All right, here we go. Hold on. Here we go. All the way up. This is Metaposa's song right here.
Do you hear it? No, I can't. Oh, it's Olivia Newton-John's physical. You sure you don't hear yeah, it? I'm familiar, I'm familiar with that song. Now you hear it? Yeah. <laughs> well, Maddie, thank you so much. Don't hang up. I still want to talk to you before you get off. But again, thank you for so much for coming on my podcast. You're welcome anytime. I appreciate it so much. This is part two. Again, thank you, Maddie. Appreciate it so much. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was part two with Mariposa Fitness Mom 1082. She's an amazing woman, incredible conversationalist. The list goes down of all this positive energy. I look forward to getting to know her, and God willing, we can become really good friends and probably my new uh, workout partner. Anyway. Thank you so much, Betty, and everybody out there listening. I'd like to say whatever religious figure you believe in, may you be blessed. I bid you all a fond fondue. I'll be back next week. So I ask you all, please don't go changing. Olivia Newton-John, physical. Please, my lady, take me away.